Uh, fuck it, fine, let's go. Who does a podcast under the sea? Detroit Dark Talk. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, hey guys, welcome back. Yeah, yeah, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dark Talk. In the studio today, we have myself. We have, uh, I don't know who I'm pointing at, but someone else go. Tim. Hey. <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Adam. Yeah, that's, that's everyone. That's everyone we have I'm, today. I'm, I'm reading gargunkle's comment tom bob tom pants and i just can't keep it together <laughs> oh we're so good today we're doing uh, we're doing we're doing the best oh man oh, oh bless how bless we doing boys bless your heart uh Good. it's been a uh long week at work already and it's only tuesday oh that's a mood yeah i'm actively dying so <laughs> nice uh, nice hay fever in the process we're all doing great is it hay fever? Because it, uh, it's getting me right now. It should be, probably. Yeah. It could possibly be. Yeah, the pollen count was insanely high yesterday. So part of Lee. And I've. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I finally got feeling back in my face. Oh, yeah. I had a dental oh. procedure. Uh, <laughs> I thought about doing the entire episode like with like a limp jaw. That would have <laughs> been funny. Welcome to the Twilight Dark Talk. <laughs> that would have been funny. It just sounds insulting, though, so I didn't want to do it. Mm, fair. Yeah, it's fair. It is fair. Right. So what are we doing today, boys? Crack. Well, uh, you guys, not me, because I haven't gotten one yet, we will be talking about the Nightingale, because uh, you guys all got yours. Uh, I didn't. And I think we'll probably talk a little bit about what we're doing to get ready for End War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any recent projects because I, I think I got some us, projects. I think some of us have some projects to talk about. So, um, so I guess why don't we jump right into recent projects? Um, let's see. I I'll rattle off mine because I know that Alex and Adam both have a lot more to talk about than I do. So I got a uh, rival Saturn from Alex at the last Z13, and I have yeah. been. Uh, furiously printing and and doing my best to color match the weird rival edge Grello, and uh, I have printed um, Gemini's uh, vertical grip. Which, if you don't recognize the name Gemini, he's the same guy that designed the Mayfly. Um, and currently printing, um, which it's going behind me. If you can, if you can hear the uh, robotic noises going back and forth. Um, is a special stock um, that is modeled after the Spaz 12, which for those of you who don't know uh, Real Steel, that is the very iconic shotgun that you see in a lot of movies such as Aliens and Jurassic Park. Uh, That is the shotgun that, um, uh, what's his name? The, the like dinosaur expert, safari expert. Chris Pratt. No, no, in the original Jurassic Park, right before the Velociraptors get him, and he goes, clever girl. Oh, that girl. That is the girl. shotgun he's using as a Spaz-12. So that stock is like very recognizable, very iconic. And somebody created one for uh, an end strike attachment point. So I'm currently printing that, and I'm hoping that uh, it will look really nice on the uh, Saturn. So I'll have a new... Um, It'll probably fill my sidearm rule for Z13 because our sidearm rules is ten shots or less. Not really a pistols rule, 
It's just something we implement when we're looking to keep low ammo count out on the field. Cool. So that's my project. Uh, probably pictures near the end of the week, because I think I've probably got about 20 hours left of prints. So, Adam, what have you been up to? Heck yeah. Oh, boy. Um, As well as my gigantic pile of unfinished projects, I have been working on a flywheeler. What, what, what unfinished I... products do you have? Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have even said anything. What, Got what, him. What what unfinished project could you possibly not have? I've never known Adam to not finish a left project, at the table not for several years. Well, um, I mean, unfortunately, it's it's the SB one, right? That's that's just been the biggest project that's been left unfinished, and I just need to make some changes on it. And oh yeah, maybe the the power strike project, which I hope to get done by end war. And, um, you know, I think that's about it really. You know, if I could I run a power some... strike at end war, that would be pure bliss. I <laughs> uh, got him. Maybe it would be, you know what? Brushless power strike. Let's I, go. I tell you what though, I would happily take a brushless solenoid, uh, touch screen blaster to run at end war over. A power strike seventy-two. Man, if only there was one that existed. There is, yeah, what's called the ultrasonic two, and I've never seen one in person. Great. It has to, has to be designed in the U.S. Yeah, <sighs> made in America. Oh, 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 yep. Um, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> not to dredge up too many skeletons. Um, I've been working on a. It's a skeleton. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. What 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 is this thing that has been posted? That's the Power Strike four, twenty four. That is the little brother to the Power Strike forty eight. Walcom uh, did a video on it. He got his hands on one. What the front doesn't open up like the forty eight does. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, he's a good boy. Look at him. Um. Anyways, so I have been working on. So I always get. I I, I try to solve my own problems, and that's how I start crap that I don't finish, which is like. Oh, well, what do I get hung up on when I'm designing a flywheeler, which I've designed a couple, but never actually released anything. Um, It's like the geometry and how everything goes together, right? Like that takes the longest for me. So I figured if I could design some basic thing that is the whole blaster, which is basically um, a flywheel cage and uh, a pusher mechanism and mag detent and all that stuff all in one little package then I can just crank out a bunch of blasters uh, and I'm like, well, other people could crank out blasters too. Cause I'm not that creative. So um, somebody can shove it in a Gatorade bottle and flywheel their Gatorade bottle or shove it in a stuffed animal and flywheel their stuffed animal. Like uh, I'm kind of taking the FTW concept um, maybe a little more literally and a little more easily. So they don't have to like look up a cage to print or figure out something with a pusher and hack up a bunch of stuff. They just like basically you could just hot glue this thing inside some kind of shell and figure out a place for a rev switch and a pusher switch and you have a flywheeler. So oh, things got very quiet. Now, could you use it just standalone? Um, Yes. Yes, actually. And I did but you know i don't really have a place for the put the the switches so but no i've been kind of refining this turd here for about a week now 
and I think I'm finally ready to print out the fifth version. And along with that version will be a very simple pistol frame that's mag and grip um, and then fits a 550 milliamp battery and uh, I'll be running 3S uh, FTW setup. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, I just need a durability test the thing because that's one of my biggest issues. Durability? Yeah. 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 Tom, Tom's your guy for durability. Let's go. So I know if I need a durability test anything, Tom's my guy. Let's go. So, but anyways, the idea is to offer this module, this flywheel module, um, with FTW geometry, hurricane geometry, and full-size flywheel geometry in angled talons, straight talons, and slim talons, the new slim talons, and uh, everything's N20 pusher. Slim talons. Um, you can almost hot swap the pusher motors. Slim talons. So in, in case something happens there, slangles. Slangles. There you so, go. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that, that's the idea. I, 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 this mag and grip pistol, I'd like to try at the next Z13, and um, we'll see how it goes. And if it proves itself, then I'll be making like a bullpup version and a mag and front version, and like all sorts of different variants. So how about a shoulder mounted all version? Perform the same. What? How about a shoulder mounted version? Hmm, that's kind of an idea. Well, because it's just a little, it's a really small module, so you could just make a basic basic thing for it and then you could stick a mag in it and it's gonna shoot like that's just how it is well cool well uh can't wait to see what uh comes of that slap a uh a touch screen on it and call it uh, a day well you know what maybe one one, one thing i do want to say about that is there is like big time chip shortage problems so i'm not that's sure fair. that's fair how things are gonna boop out here yeah. So Alex, um, there's this yeah. is kind of like synergistic energy with your projects yeah. recently, right? So what have you been working on? Yeah. So I have been working on this idea for a little while, and I finally actually committed and implemented it. Right as Adam started his project and watching him develop his, I just sat there and go, why am I doing all this work? I should just wait for him to finish and then use his thing in my project. But I'm pressing on. Um, I am attempting to flywheel a takedown, a rival takedown. Um, and to differentiate it from Adam's in 20 nonsense, I slapped a big old solenoid in it. So, uh, yeah, I am getting pretty close to a working blaster. I'm, uh, I took a little break this weekend because family was coming to visit, but I am getting the switch plate fine-tuned so that it the switches hit at the right points uh because it's you know a single trigger and yeah it'll be a semi-auto solenoid driven micro flywheeler takedown um using like the same mag out the side uh as the uh short dart conversion by kuriaka i kind of took that as like a basis to start with on positioning stuff and then just kind of made my own take on it. Um, so like the mag comes out a little further back to make room for flywheel cages and all that. And there's a big old solenoid housing stuck in there, so which brings the weight a little further back. Um, and so yeah, switch plate and figuring out where to stuff the battery. Uh, and then I'll have a takedown that goes zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. 
Oh, and I'm making the whole thing as like a drop-in kit with as minimal shell cutting as I can. So other people can make their takedowns go zoom zoom. That's always appreciative. Yeah. Drop-in is nice. And then I built a printer. That was my other project this past weekend. (laughs) So yeah. Now you observed something to us about building that printer. Yes. Do you remember what it was you said? Uh, I said a few things. Um, So correct me if I don't say it again. But basically, so for all the listeners out there, I ordered a uh, clone of a Prusa Mini from AliExpress. So not an original Prusa. Um, And printed all the parts, like the printed stuff for it, and put it together. And basically, it saves you a ton of money, but you kind of have to already know your way around a 3d printer like you have to be comfortable tearing apart and rebuilding your current 3d printers i would never recommend that a kit like this for someone's like entry into the into 3d printing um and like some of the parts i i just i can tell are going to wear out sooner than authentic prusa stuff would but in the end it's it's a it's still a prusa um and it's going pretty good i'm solving a few issues right now with cooling but other than that it prints <laughs> So what was it you said about quality of life, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like as I got started print, doing it, I'm coming from like the Ender 3v2 um, like ecosystem, uh, which is good. It's a very good printer. But the starting this thing up, it was just like so many little things were quality of life improvements uh, that I could see on this uh, printer. Just like I don't have to level the bed. It's got this auto check to tell you that, hey, all the parts are plugged in right and working fine. Um, and just like the little things like that make it really is that like push it and go like hit start, walk away. You know, it's going to print. Um, like I said, I'm dialing in a few settings so that I have the quality of prints I want, but I don't really worry about the prints not sticking to the bed or not printing properly. So huge quality of life improvements. Yeah, if I ever come off as a Prusa snob, um no, never. <laughs> um this is exactly what I and Eric um are talking about when we we try to preach the gospel of Prusa because you get all of that stuff in a package and absolutely you can get that with an Ender or, you know, one of the other i3 iterations out there. But there's a lot more legwork and um, components that you have to add in and and whatnot. Whereas you get it straight out of the box with Prusa. Yeah, no, it's it's a nice little printer for sure. Like I, I am changing the cooling duct on it just because I was not getting great overhangs and stuff like that um, with the stock cooling. But that's kind of a, a getting a better fan duct on it and then just playing with my my profiles because i have not dialed in a profile that i'm happy with yet now have you tried any genuine prusament uh no i have a little bit of a roll but it's pretty old so i haven't done that but i have done some some of the nicer filaments with it just the reason i ask is because prusa bakes in that's uh, true their own uh like pre-dialed in settings for their own filament yeah. and it's amazing <clears throat> how on the money i might throw are. in the galaxy purple just to see what it does then yeah that's so. a good idea well cool i uh welcome to the prusa family <laughs> tom you got to build Un- yours now unoriginal i have to get it out of the attic first speaking of the prusa family adam 
Hello. Did you get tickets for something? Oh, I did. Um, yes, I did. As a matter of fact. So if you are an original Prusa owner and you have registered on the website and stuff, then Joseph uh-huh. Prusa is going to be at a um a 3D printing, like manufacturing, like an industrial um trade show thing this week. Um, but anyways, a local Prusa group has organized a meet and greet. Um, as long as you're a Prusa person. So I have two tickets to that. So I could possibly meet Joseph Prusa tomorrow night. Um, unfortunately, though, I am sick, like all sorts of sick. So I don't think I'm going to go, which oh, no. is really unfortunate. But he does make a lot of appearances and he did buy printed solid which is an american printing company or filament manufacturer so oh i didn't know um, he, he bought printed solid yeah he like, bought like printed solid right? the so jesse filament have a uh, united states based prusa distribution center oh that's amazing so, I can... yes it's gonna get you know gonna get spicy here might be um, buying some prusa mint yeah <clears throat> i mean even if you buy it like... overseas it's only like 30 bucks a roll or something yeah i just don't like waiting for shipping or paying for shipping it's two days two days too much it's not overnight i want it inst- i want immediate gratification same day i want it already in my house it should be already on my printer printing the it's second i click printing. buy it should yep. already be printed oh wait that's just buying prints <laughs> <laughs> but those take longer to get to your house truth so i guess let's back up for a second because this leads me into where is our i guess not really backing up but Moving on to our next segment. Um, Taking a step sideways to our next segment. And given our last conversation, I think we're going to do two questions. So the question with the most votes right now is, what do you think happens with all the darts and other ammo that Drac fires into the woods? And we'll put a pin in that one for just a second. (laughs) Because Junior7 asked, if you could own any 3D printer, 10K or under, what would it be? You can only pick one. It cannot be 10 printers that cost 1000 each. It can be less than 10000 but cannot exceed that amount. Taxes and shipping don't matter. And the reason I want to throw this question out there is because my response was Joseph Prusa. Oh, that's lame. Well. I like it, though. Wait, you would buy him? Yeah. Because he's a printer. Yeah, he can just sit oh, in my, my man cave and, and run my printer. 10K, though. Tim's channeling his inner dad. Maybe, well, for 10K, maybe I can get him to come and, you know, dial in my printer perfectly. And... Hey, Mr. And Prusha. All he'll do for 10K. What'll you do for 10K for <laughs> me, baby? <laughs> so, what do you go? Come on, guys. Uh, uh, go ahead. Have you seen those, like, 3D printers that they used to, like, print whole houses? I, Ooh, think, I think those hey, are probably a little those. bit more than 10K. Yeah, I, I have no idea how much they could cost we're going to assume they're nine thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars for this question. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of the question is more so like if you could own any printer, what would it be? So that'd be cool. What about uh, Foreign Labs Fuse SLS printer? Yeah, I was gonna say the Fuse one, but it's eighteen grand. Is it? Oh, uh, okay. So it's out of our uh, yeah hypothetical price. Range. I just don't know like expensive printers. I'd um I'd buy a probably a Prusa Max. Yeah, although have you seen how the enclosure on that works it's like a tool changer right no 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 no. it has a built-in enclosure as well oh okay but it just like accordion flaps up from the base 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, it's a pretty I, expensive machine, so I've always been curious about the the printer mill that Creality ended up producing. The one that's like 45 degrees tilted and it just keeps like you can just keep <clears throat> printing stuff and it just comes oh, off the end. The, Those are always cool. I know they're CR30. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're super weird and like you can't like print vertical surfaces on them because of the way it works, but still really cool. So I'm going to say that to be different. There you go. With enough spare parts to bring me up to 10K. <coughs> Filament. Oh, yeah. I'd buy uh, a Prusa XL with five heads. So that's four grand. And uh, then I'd buy $6,000 worth of Prusa Mint. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and a uh, humidor room in your house to store it all in so it doesn't go bad? Yeah. Or an anti-humidor As a matter of fact, I would. <laughs> all right. So now that we've asked that one... Uh, what do you guys think happens to all the darts in Drax's backyard? Uh, I think Boba Lolo goes back there and hoovers them all up. <laughs> and that's what feeds his hair growth. I was I was going to reference some obscure nerf, not, not even obscure, but weird nerfer, and just say <laughs> they go out there and they collect them. And they, I, you know, it's just, I don't know. No, I literally think Bobo goes and squats in the woods and eats them. And that nourishes him. I can totally see him just like... <laughs> just taking a little taking a little nibble out of a rifle ball back there. Just like popping up looking at you like a squirrel and then going back and munching on <laughs> Bobo, if you listen, I love you. Um, I think he just freaking mows him over. Just mm, ashes just, to ashes foam. Yeah, to I, I do think that he just kinda lets him vibe. Just doesn't do anything with them. Let's them vibe to the next generation, right? True. Um I, I honestly, I don't know. Uh it's I mean I don't I wouldn't fire darts into the woods like that. Like not no. for every single video. I mean, there's probably a lot of darts back there. Like a lot, a lot. The real answer is it's clearly a green screen. It's just a curtain. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't ever go outside. That's all a green screen soundstage. I wish I had something more clever to say, but Alex, you kind of stole the thunder with the bubble. Lolo comment. Yeah. That was You're good. welcome. That was nice. Like, dang. That was a good one. I was going to say something like Chris Cartaya goes back there and picks them all up for his lube darts. Oh, <laughs> oh. So we're going to say it. And then you, so and then you can, went and said it. Yeah. Yeah. So he can get his, um, ah, oh, that rebel blaster that shoots like 300 feet per second that he's just, it's, it's brass. It's all brass now. And it's got, and God knows what's spring in it, but it's probably the most finely lubed barrel in the whole internet. <laughs> Polished. I, oh, nothing, so many nothing, jokes. So many jokes. Chris Cartaya, I've talked to him several times. He is a wealth of knowledge and a nice guy. Please don't hate me. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess let's uh, let's move on. We uh, no recent events since our last episode. Um. We've been furiously planning for the June Z13, uh, which we're going to have some um, pretty amazing raffle prizes to raffle off. Might have some uh, uh, some guests um, showing up. We definitely have some guests showing up. Might have some VIP guests showing up. Um, more on that later. So I guess uh, let's uh, move on to I guess, what we're calling our main topical. Well. We have two kind of main topics, right? Because we were going to talk a little bit about what we're doing to get ready for End War. Yeah. So I guess upcoming events, sort of. 
several months away. Um, I'm not really doing anything to my loadout. I think I've got it right where I want it, at least for now. Um, except for maybe getting a Mega XL option, which apparently Luke has designed a Proud Papa Mega XL barrel. They're just not on his website. Is that so? Well, that's what was on those proton packs that they were firing off of their shoulders. They were Mega XL darts uh, with the tips painted red. And then he stuck some more uh, yellow uh, caution tape down the sides of the barrel. Was I the only one that noticed that? I yeah, caught that. Okay. I did not catch that. I did catch it. I was like, what blaster is that? And I was like, oh, that's a Proud Papa platform. Well, what? what? I, it oh, didn't occur to those me. Those are XL. Yeah, it never occurred to me that there was not a Mega XL barrel. I've looked several I times. Ca- I did catch that they were Mega XL. So I think um, everybody should have some form of Mega or Mega XL just for specials or whatever that can be thrown at us. Yeah, and um, and Endwar has never done that in the past. They've never oh, re- they, not? they have never required um, unique ammo types in the past. That's not to say that they won't do it this time. But there have been specials in the past. There, oh, there absolutely have been specials, but they've never required. Okay, you have to use a mega on this one. You have to use a sock on this one. It's all oh. been any any blaster, any ammo type uh, counts equally. So interesting. Yeah. That helps me plan. Yeah, which all the more makes me want to have the mega XL on there because rockets. And that class, I, I do take that back. So rockets and socks break shields. So I would want to okay. have a rocket or a, I assume Mega XL will count as rocket um, as something that could break a shield. Do you think that they're going to allow hyper? No. Or 50 caliber balls? Depend- uh, they haven't said no. They haven't said no. I feel like that's, well, I don't know. Um probably depends on the college campus like a lot of that type of stuff is campus um regulated which i mean if drac allowed or convinced them to go up by 30 fps he probably just handed them the whole end war kit and caboodle rules and regs and said this is how we want to run because those are pretty well known at this point yeah and that's essentially what we run at z13 it's uh what they run at grove city for the most part so um, what I do have to do is figure out what Sebastian is going to run because he's been gravitating towards his strife at Z13 the last several months. Okay. Um, but I have talked to him about building him a Griffin. So if I'm going to do that, I've got to get on that. Um, but then I also have to figure out a loadout for him to carry mags. Oh, because he's full length. Yeah. Um, uh, mag bag. Mag But he'd be going half lengths at that point. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you mean for the Griffin? Yeah, oh, okay. it, yeah. If yeah, he switches to a Griffin, so I mean, I I could just do up a battle belt like I did for Milo because Milo's just got some uh, some double sias on his belt, and obviously give him a few more. He's still too tiny for a uh, for a vest. So I'm in a full plate carrier. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's really where my mind has been focusing recently. Uh, just finding a Mega XL solution and. Uh, which I could just do the Meeker uh, knockout pistol thingy and then throw some uh, um, holster uh, fidlocks. Thank you. Uh, Fidlock uh, magnets on the side so that I can just switch out with my hammer shot and my uh, uh, orange magnus. 
That or the uh, the Titan Forge Blasters Chronos Mega XL. That's a good one too. Titan Forge. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and yeah. then and then they did the the Rival Fate. There's a conversion kit for that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Dan they just did mentioned that it. Yeah. yeah, there is one for the Fate though. I don't think that was Titan Forge. Yeah, was somebody though. There there is a kit where you can turn the Rival yeah. Fate into one. And the Fate is more compact than the Chronos. Yeah, but it's uh teepole right like yeah a, it's already teepole which i put a teepole on my chronos one yeah so what do you you guys all run in nightingales for end war uh i'm thinking about it i was like set on running my griffin which i had converted you know down to half darts um i i thought i had that like set in stone and then like the nightingale videos started coming out and i was just like oh that's really nice Ooh. That's an instant trigger response. And now that I have it, yeah, uh, as long as I get enough mags for it to do like a full loadout by end war, I think I'm running that as far as a flywheeler. If uh, if the weather's bad, um, I'll either run my uh, spamp, but long, but not really, uh, <laughs> or my knockoff Dart Zone Pro Mark II. My, my Super Gun Pro Mark III uh, with a bunch of speed loaders because I have like 16 speed loaders. Oh my God. For it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling pistols. Like I'm tired of hauling blasters uh, for a whole day in the hot sun and I want something light. Well, the Nightingale would definitely do that for you. Oh yeah. You just, like you, you said it before I could. It's just a matter of getting enough magazines for it. Yeah, I have a bunch ordered from out of darts, but I was a day late, it looks like. And they say that like anything ordered after like May 6th is, uh, or May 5th or 6th is going to be like late June shipping, which is, yeah, with like the way delays have been, like, is it actually going to be late June? I'm hoping, you know, Luke is shooting like further than it might be. Like, like he's pushing that potential date back further and he actually thinks he'll get him sooner is my my hope because you know that's good business uh right. promise promise later deliver earlier right but uh we'll see um well, right okay. now i have three mags which we'll talk about in a little bit and i have a fourth one on its way <laughs> and uh you know keep an eye on amazon too because they might get restocked mm-hmm. but we'll talk more about that in a little bit yeah spoilers adam what are you uh what, what are you gonna run well, um, I am probably going to run the basic. Uh, I might run the three, but I just like the form factor of the basic better, especially with my like PDW stock. And I will probably run a Nightingale or and or Spamp as a sidearm, unless my like micro mini full size flywheeler platform turns out to be good because i kind of want something that's like a panic like oh crap i need to maybe piss off a horde knits nest or like i don't know get out of a bad pickle um so i think that would be nice to have some like an entire mags worth of firepower at you know a moment's notice say if my basic jams or something like that um but I don't know. There's so many options, honestly. After seeing the Proton Pack wearables on like the Jimmy Kimmel, I'm like, man, that would kind of be cool to have one of those like on the offhand and then have something half dart 
maybe a half dart Springer um, for just picking off onesie twosies. Tell you what, I really but, liked how Xavier had his setup uh, at Grove oh, City. Yeah. Because, and he mentioned this in a video, that like proton packs are insanely powerful in certain situations. They don't corner well. And like you got to, like you got to know what targets they're effective at. You can't just spray and pray the horde, especially if there's a bunch of shields in front. So that's mm. when you want your more traditional blaster. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, his setup was nice. He used that very effectively against us, and I think that was mission four. Yes, back in our recap yeah. episode. What, what was his setup? He had a it, broken Jupiter. Yeah, like the handle broke off, so he put rails on it, so you could put the rails together and use it like a normal out of darts Jupiter, or you could mount, he had it like the body mounted on the side of his FDL and the grip was uh, up and under for a foregrip. He had the rifleman uh, front end on his three FDL three. So he had a much longer section and yeah, he just mounted the Jupiter grip as a foregrip and then a little wire. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah foregrip was underneath, and then the the Jupiter body was on the side on a side rail he had on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It, it was really nice. Really well. He's, what, he's got a was, video it on it on his it, uh, channel. Was it just was it a proton pack? Yes. Or was yeah. it just, yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So he was running. But you could he could run it obviously with the mags. Like he has in his video, he shows like if you just want one spray and pray dump mag, you don't want to run a proton pack. You can do it. It was a it's a really good setup. I'm highly intrigued right now. Yeah. Go find his video after we're done recording. I'm finding it now. Screw <laughs> you. <laughs> Tom, I, I know you're you're out at this point, but what would you be <laughs> yeah. running? Um probably either the basic or the nightingale. But honestly, the nightingale's pretty great. Sad face. Um well I guess <laughs> let's let's segue into how great the nightingale is. Take uh tell us all about it. I can't because I don't have one. Oh, it's got it's got a it's got a trigger. That's it, just a trigger. Yeah, it's got that. That's it. It's just actually it's actually just a trigger. Well, then yeah, I do have you one. Just of hold those. the trigger and darts appear. It's amazing. Extra dimensional space. Mm-hmm. Chinese engineering. No, it's uh, it's legit. Like super nice. Wow. Um, so I'll so I'm I've got mine here. I I think we all bought the teal and orange combo which is just amazing color wise looks better in person in my opinion than the pictures um but yeah it's it's very small like i'm trying to think of another blaster i have that com- i could compare it to i don't have any handy right now um the mark ii yeah hang on where's my mark II? all right here's let's see it's literally uh about maybe a quarter inch shorter than a mark ii like muzzle to butt uh height wise it's probably got about about half an inch maybe maybe a full inch uh taller than the mark ii and a little chunkier side to side but very comparable to the mark ii like very close to the mark ii in size um the grip is a little short from my hand like my pinky hits right on the little nub at the bottom but like it's not alienating it, it doesn't it's not something that i'm like oh that's gonna hurt after a while running uh and when i have a mag and if i really need to like loosen my grip i can just put my pinky under that and against the mag and it's fine um trying to think trigger pull is super nice dual stage trigger and 
The one issue is the mag release is not ambidextrous. So left-handers, I, I really don't see lefties being able to use a nightingale at all. Because uh, the way I hold it, it is directly under the base of my index finger. And trying to grip it, I just drop my mag. How are you going to dual wield them then? Uh, that's a good point. So I don't know. Not grip uh, it hard. Get, yeah, get a lighter trigger finger. Yeah. Yeah, like if I don't have like a full proper grip on it, if I like drop my finger back to uh, like just having the, the pad of my index finger on the trigger instead of I usually like grip with like the first knuckle. Um, so if I drop it back and like rotate my grip around, I can keep my finger off of the mag release. Um, but I probably wouldn't actually dual wield them, even though I want to. So, but yeah, like this thing, having fired it a few times, like a few mags through it now, uh, this is my HVZ primary. Like, like it's perfect for me. I've been wanting a good true pistol sized uh, blaster for a while and some 3D printed ones. There's something to be said about injection molds. Um, you know, they do a good job. I'll be interested to see if they redo the Phoenix 2.0 for the new Slangles. Because mm -hmm. yeah. they're clearly supposed to be part of the same line. Oh, yeah. They're the same uh, same designer. I think what I saw was that the designer for them designs, like, the overall body. But then they have like engineering designers who will actually do the rest of it, like the internals and all that. So okay. they have like an exterior, like make it pretty designer. Gotcha. Because like if I'm going to get into the Slangle um, environment, I want more than one blaster that can use it. Damn it. Don't yeah. worry, Tim. You're going to have more than one blaster. <laughs> oh, I don't have any yet. It looks amazing. I I'm really am jealous. I will have it at Z13. All right. You should not, please, because then I will be even more jealous. <laughs> I will have it at Z13. When, uh, Adam, I if, hope, I hope, if, I, if you're feeling good enough to go to Kane this weekend, I will have it at Kane. I'm not going to go to Kane just because you said that. I'll be camping I, this weekend. I, honestly, I would like to, um, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I'd, cool. I understand. It's a good-looking blaster. Now, what's the little yeah, button on the back? That's an on-off switch. Has an actual on-off switch. Yeah. And now, yeah. is the trigger actually two-stage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like with just a tiny little pull, it turns the flywheels on. Like, like as soon as you pull it, the flywheels are revving, and they rev up fast on 3s. Now, is there the smallest flywheel that's ever been flywheeled? Right. That's what I was uh, just about to ask. How big are they? So they're smaller than FTW. Yes, by significant margin. Are they? I thought Damn. they were very comparable. That makes me no, wonder no. about the motors. Um, the motors, I believe, and this this is the pro version, are the new worker motors that are like really high end. Oh, I don't I know. Mean, I'm looking at these wheels like down the barrel, and they look like very similar to Flywheel the World, but more <clears throat> like more concave. Yeah, they're way more concave. Yeah, but, but I think like so smaller diameter too. Are they? Because it looks very similar size to me, but I don't have the blaster open, so that's yeah. Hard you to gotta see. have them. I saw a comparison photo. I'll try uh, okay. to find it. Oh, wow. They have a, um all-metal furniture kit. Yeah, I saw that. I don't... It doesn't seem like it's worth it. Like, the, literally, the only thing on there that I would want would be the rail. And I can just, like, bake a rail and print it and screw it on. That's the other thing. These these blasters, like the Phoenix 2.0 and this, they, they use brass inserts. 
like throughout. Mm. So like all the stuff is screwed into inserts and there's like empty inserts on the top for you to just screw in like Picatinny rail or whatever. Like super good design. Well worth the money in my opinion. What do you think, Tom? I've been talking too much. Uh, it's definitely worth it. I kind of wish they had done it. It's, it's got the same you know, like same issue that Nerf always has where they do more on one side than the other. Like if you flip it over on the left side or on the, I guess the right side of it, there's just, there's nothing going on. Even arguably there's nothing going on on the entire blaster. It's very, it's very sleek, very uniform. Yeah. I could say um, like they took the name off. Like there's no Nightingale on that side. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do really like how easy it is to take apart. Um, Cause mine, mine came disassembled. We're assuming because of customs and yeah. it took me maybe five minutes to put together. How disassembled was it? Like, was it everything? Uh, was the shell the the was opened up. Okay. Were the, were the internals like set into it? Some of them were, some of them I did have to, I kind of guess, because the instructions were uh, as dog shit as you'd expect. Gotcha. But it was, it was very doable. Cool. So Alex, I'm looking at the shell here. Yeah. Can't you just uh, like, it looks like you could uh, flip the mag release to the opposite side. You can, but the problem is that the mags themselves, the... Like normal, yeah, the normal notch on the back is not actually what catches. There is a notch only on the right side of the mags in the front. And that's actually what this mag release actuates. Could you notch the other side? You theoretically could cut into the other corner, cut the other corner off in a mirrored fashion, and then it should work. Um, I don't know with the mag release like where the springs lie and if it's like the internals are actually reversible or not um like if you could just turn them upside down or turn them the other way that would be great but yeah because like when you push the mag release in the one button the other side protrudes out okay so like i imagine it it probably could be done um but you would then have to be willing to modify all of your mags which, I mean, if you're left-handed, you're probably going to commit to that. Right. But I'm not I'm not ready to say it's definitely something you could do, because I haven't tried it. So did you guys get this, like, belt clip? I'm noticing like, that in the picture. Lanyard huh? thing? No, no, there's, like, an actual belt clip holster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed with how, like, how nice that is. How, do, yeah, how does that work? it works pretty well. How does that work? It, yeah. It on clips the, onto it, the front. The, like, yeah. front, the what's it, what'd you call it? The finger guard? Yeah, trigger guard. Yeah, trigger guard. And it it's in there. What's interesting is it doesn't like wedge in. Like it's a loose fit, but it goes in so deep, giggity, that it stays pretty well. Um, and you're like, even, even the belt clip is like, what is that? Is that metal? It's yeah, not, the belt, it's metal and it is stiff. It's a very nice, it's like, it's a very nice belt. Clip. Yeah. I think, was it? I think it was the out of darts review for it. Um, Luke tested it, like how good the retention was by like putting it on his hip and like jumping. And he did eventually like knock it out, but he was doing some like stupid jumping to get it to like pop out. And the belt wasn't like properly tightened on him either. So like it was, it will stay in pretty well. Um, I wouldn't try to sprint with it, but like, I wouldn't worry like walking around if I needed to like holster it like an HVZ. I would not worry about this falling out at like a light jog. I am. I am kind of debating taking the, like the trigger guard off just so I can holster it normally, or maybe yeah. I don't know, modify it. So it comes up as like an actual trigger guard instead of how 
deep it is, I guess. And we, yeah. know, we know somebody that does custom uh, leather holsters. That's true. Yeah, but he charges your soul for them. <laughs> no. He's not listening anymore either. No. He's Dang not. it. Well, I'm... Uh, yeah, it's super nice. Adam, I'm excited for you to get yours. Tim, I'm excited for you to get yours too, even though it'll be a little while. Yeah, it'll be a long while. I should have, uh, I should have ordered the one on Amazon when I saw it, but I don't need two, right? Be like me. Buy two. Just tell Chrissy she can have one. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, I told Annie she could have it, and I don't plan to give it to her for <laughs> real. <laughs> I'll tell Erica this is what she's running in Edmore. Well, I kind of told one of the guys at Kane that I might sell my other one if it came before this weekend to him. Is T- Tim, is Erica actually playing? No, no, she's oh. just playing Nerf Mom. She's going to be our, our breakfast uh, oh. person. But yeah, I, I'm probably going to keep my second one. I don't know. I might sell it to a local person, maybe a, maybe a host of Detroit Dart Talk eventually. Why won't you sell it to me? Already at work. <laughs> second hand. I'm talking about Connor, guys. Jeez. No, that's Eric. <laughs> but yeah, worker hit it out of the park. This is a great blaster. Oh, yeah. That's my review. It's fantastic. Good job. I, I can't. I yeah. I can't speak to accuracy. Um, but as far as like trigger response, rev up time, like I can, I can reflex shoot this as fast as my fa- like fast as I can, and it is a dart traveling fast enough that like a, a zombie's not going to dot it at that range. Wow. Um, like it's it is snappy. It's also really freaking loud. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's loud in like that high pitched flywheel way, not in like a I don't know I don't know like I'm used to daybreaks and those are loud in like a different way. Yeah. Now, what's the difference I mean, between the regular and the pro? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, motors. The regular has just like I don't know what some worker motor, and then the the pro has their new like neodymium magnet ones that are like perfect for this size wheel it's like 70k rpm or something ridiculous i don't know and what's the uh fps difference uh, uh like 80 to like 120 like yeah it's wow. substantial yeah 80 to 90 to like just I, I think mine might be a little hot to be honest i need to chrono it because like just doing the the good old pain test which we all love because i let annie shoot me in the back um and she unloaded a mag into my back and i had welts but it was like I was like, oh, that might be that might that feels a little bit like a 140 there. I don't know. So I might need to drain my lipo a little bit too. But yeah, like it's it's good. It's great. Making me. And I just love jobs. that Worker has a direct a U.S. based Amazon storefront now. That is very nice. Yeah, like it's all more expensive. Or at least the mags are more expensive than like if you went with like out of darts, but. Out of darts charges shipping, and you can get these prime, yeah, for like free shipping. So, like, it, I had a big order in, which was a good bit cheaper doing it through out of darts. Um, but if you're only buying one or two, it makes way more sense to buy just from Amazon at this point. As much as I hate saying that and supporting the conglomerate that will one day rule us all, Google, oh, they'll merge. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Big tech. Come on, Jeffrey, you can do, do it. it. Baby, you put your back into <laughs> it. Show us why. Tell them how. Show them where you came from. Look at you now. Ah, uh, yes. It's a good yeah. special. than I thought I knew. It's a good special. But yeah, like, go support Lex Luthor. Get your stuff. It's good. 
Get your stuff. Get your stuff. Get it. God, there's going to be so many of these at End War, and they are not loud. Yeah, they are not sneaky. Like the humans will be a loud group firing. See, that almost makes me want to. uh, It doesn't matter because I want to have one anyways, but I wouldn't want to run it for that purpose. You know, Tim, if I had to and had enough backup mags, I would let you run it if you wanted. No. No. End War is such an important HVZ, though. It's not like hey, Tim. Do you, you want to borrow mine? Right? Nah, I'm good, man. You want to pick your loadout carefully. Tim, do you that, want to borrow mine for End War? Nah, I'm good. So. Let's just ask Tim what his opinion is after uh, Z13. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I just if I had that 10k from the uh, the 3D printer question, I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's what you get for organizing so well. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, me too. Rip. Yeah. So what about uh what about the new the new neat things coming out? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. We got two new announcements from Dart Zone. I, yeah, yeah, I already oh, yeah. got told I couldn't get the uh the deuce, so yeah. I definitely what? can't get a nightingale. That's lame. Yeah. Like I said, I'm on a super budget until end war. Yeah, so the new stuff. Um uh, our favorite Georgian uh <laughs> revealed through some TikTok shorts, I think, at the foam Dart Zone Foam Pro Tour Qualifier 3. Uh two new blasters. Was it the Deuce Pro, which is an Adventure Force one, so it'll be at Walmart, and the the Dictator uh for Dart Zone Max at Target. And uh, I don't really like the names of them. Like I'll be honest. Like I feel like Dictator kind of has some some obviously that's, bad connotations and yeah, that's Deuce kind of fun. Yeah, and then Deuce Pro is just like, okay, I got a poop faster. Yeah, those those fell short. I yeah, got it. yeah, but uh, I will say personally, I, I'm not that interested in the Dictator, so I'll let someone else talk about it if they want to. But the Deuce Pro, I'm pretty interested in that thing. I think it looks sweet. It's a re- drop cylinder revolver that's like HVZ levels of performance. It's not not too shabby, and it's. Smaller than I thought when I actually saw people holding it. I th- in the package, I thought it was bigger. Like, it's still a hand cannon, but it's not as big as I thought. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> nice. And there are no images yeah. of this on uh, Google yet. Ad- Adventure Force Deuce Pro, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's been, like, officially announced yet, right? Well, no, yeah, it was, it's just... preview. Yeah, it's just the, the videos. If you go on YouTube, you can pull up the... The Drac short, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and I've seen it. I just wanted to reference it while we were talking. Ah, yeah, it's a, it's definitely the cool one. I think, uh, I think our hobby has a, a thing for revolvers. Yeah, well, and this one comes rightfully with so two extra cylinders. Yeah, and, and and it comes with holders for everything. Yeah, that's that was what really impressed me. You get a holder for the blaster, a holder for the barrel extension, and a holder for the two spare cylinders. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll get that one. And if, I don't know if I'll get it immediately on release, but I I have a feeling I will own that one. Did I see that the barrel extension holster actually clips to the blaster holder? I feel like I saw. Uh, that I don't know. There's like a holster for everything on that thing. Right, but I I cool. thought I saw a picture where the barrel extension holster was actually like attached to the blaster holster. It would make sense. I, I don't know. I have not seen that picture. Or if I have, I didn't register that's what it was. 
the biggest thing I'm thinking is like, you know how all the pro blasters have gotten mods, you know, they made the Aeon pro a pump kit. I know someone's going to try to make this a pump action thing, but beyond that, I don't really know what they're going to do to it. Like, yeah, you can make it pump action, but congrats. You just created a limited shot Aeon or Nexus. Right. So like, I don't know if this one's going to get as much mod attention as the others, except for like the more like aesthetic mods. I I honestly think people probably just keep this one. Yeah. As is. Yeah. It's nice. Is anyone interested in the dictator? Did that, did that strike anyone, tickle anyone's fancy? Not at all. You know what grinds my gears? The dictator. I think it's stupid. Preach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just sick. That's fine. No, talk. I want to hear you diss on it. Go. No, because he's, like he's, he's you have to have their mags because the only way you can finger the mag out of the back of the freaking stock is if you have two mags doubled up together. No, you just got to get good scrub. Well, okay. All right. So <laughs> that you're the problem. No, you're exactly right. Like that's something I noticed too. It's like the come on. I mean, it's it's the gimmick's cool. Like somebody's going to buy it, but it's not going to be like competitive. Yeah, I hope yeah. somebody makes me eat my words on it, but it's not going to be competitive. I wasn't impressed with the what, what is it the conquest mm-hmm. to begin with, and now you have to double up your mags and shove it up the butt. Yeah, stock. It's just it's not cool. I'm not. There, really there's cool. a double penetration joke in there somewhere. Yeah, DP for you and me. Yeah, yeah I got a conquest like well after it came out. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to like this. Like, this is right down my alley. And then something about it, like, there's nothing objectively wrong with it to me, but I just don't like it, which is sad. So guess what? Guess what a raffle prize might be? Two, one, three. <laughs> a nightingale? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could rig that if you needed, Tim. You know, let me see what the other raffle prizes are. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Just trade We're you. We're have some pretty good stuff, aren't we? We are. We are. We are. I'll just trade show. you for uh, for my the raffle prize I won last time. Oh, not worth it. Yeah, no, close, but no, not worth no, it. No, it's not. Not at all. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this on up. Take it home. Um, any uh, shout outs? I'll shout out armor. Just because. Just goes. Just goes. Just goes. I'm gonna shout out, and I'm sorry, Alex, if I am taking this for you from the from you. I'm probably not. Whatever. I'm shouting out silly butts for pissing off one of a the one of the more notorious people in the nerf community for misinformed opinions of things with one of his designs. Oh, he didn't say anything, and the post got pulled down from the printed blaster support group. But it was very sassy. He there are some receipts I can share. Yeah, he uh, he made Tendi's very upset. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get that uh, that juicy. We'll drink some tea after yeah. this. Tom, what do you got? I already shouted some out. Oh, you did, did you? Uh, yeah. Alex, um, I'm going to shout out Tim and uh, one of our patrons, Agent Oak, uh, for beta testing a little project of mine that I forgot to mention earlier. Oh yeah. Um, I'm working on some indoor swag and I'm trying to get a working, uh, not to steal Adam's thunder from his project that's on the shelf, but, uh, a printed, uh, muzzle scar, 
um, that fits in with the super special spamp kit. Um, and so I'm working on that, getting it, trying to get it just right and working well. Um, so Tim volunteered to print one off and test it for me and agent Oak did as well. So, uh, thank you guys for beta testing for me. Appreciate it. And hopefully it gets good and we have some fancy stuff that I can, uh, shill out at indoor. You're welcome. Looking, uh, looking forward to seeing the final product. Oh yeah. What do I got? What I you got, got, Tim? Shout out to Anna and Tyler. Um, cause I recently was, um, interviewing for a position that might've taken me out of state and they were, uh, very close to where they are and ve- they were very supportive in answering questions I had and was like, come, you know, come stay, come visit, come check it out. Um, so I haven't haven't gotten a final answer yet, but even if I do get the position, I don't think I'm taking it at this point. I'm fairly positive I'm not taking it at this point. But uh, um, just uh, extremely open and welcoming um, <coughs> at the possibility of me possibly moving towards them. I'm not secretly fist bumping over here or anything. <laughs> I couldn't leave Z13. Couldn't leave the you know the podcast I could do no matter what, but uh, you know obviously Eric does. Um, if if you moved, it would pull the center away from that tree in uh, Bucyrus, Ohio, <laughs> the Detroit Dart Talk tree. Oh my goodness! So, all right. Well, let's take this one home. Um, for Tom, Adam, Free and... stuff. <laughs> Damn it, Tom! Dang it! <laughs> for... <laughs> for Tom, Adam, and Alex, this is Tim. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. sees.